Thanks for listening. The following content will include a copy of our deluxe home game. Start the show. Should let me do what I was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> you said that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Trust what the opening has to be earned. <laughs> you, and you are a fucking nuts. Look, third time's a charm. Y'all don't, y'all don't know. We had to we had to redo that opening a couple times. If you don't know what the home deluxe game is, it's where you take your preferred bottle of choice, <laughs> you pour it into a smaller bottle. You cheers with your friends. You cheers with your friends. All right. Come by. Skull. Salute. And you expand your international vocabulary. Oh, yes, you do. In this case, it's bourbon. There you go. Um, uh, air horns for him, actually. <laughs> Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I am your great value Lex Steel. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, I don't like it. I actually don't like it. I'm gonna find a different one for the sign off. I'm not these even doing it. These niggas are, are auditioning, AKAs. <laughs> that fucking nut is euphonic. That's who that is. Oh, this has been a fun day. I am the blue one. What's going on, y'all? It's going to be a good pod. Y'all are, are out of order. I see it already. I see it. I am excited. I have, I've had a wonderful week of all the niggardry on Twitter and Facebook Man. and Instagram. About Montgomery? Bro. Oh, my gosh. All right. Y'all are jumping ahead. <laughs> That's I mean that's that's that, well said. If that's all the say, run, if that's all the rundown, we absolutely. Right, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I just oh want to say that it is it has helped with my mental health state. Fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, my people are so creative. <laughs> I just want to say that. I'm gonna say that. Don't believe it alone. Y'all are so creative. Thank you. Y'all are wild. Y'all are wild, bro. Y'all are fucking wild. And we will get to it. Oh. We will salute. And we will salute you, people, shortly. Oh my god. Um. How's everybody? How's everybody's week? Mental health, one to ten. You know, man, I, I learned that I am at my soul an ant, in that I need to work. And now that I've had a week of it, my shit's at like an eight, man. I like being productive. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I yeah. like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, you got something, man? I I've been doing a lot of laughing. Um, don't need to hit the gym. My abs are looking good. You know, <laughs> shit. I just want to thank everybody in Montgomery for that and uh, the internet. Uh, you know, a lot of core work there, huh? A lot of core work, Undefeated, bro. man. Um, I've been shedding out the the excess bourbon with uh, laughing and tears. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. you know, that's like how the alcohol. Laughter. Yeah, man, the alcohol yeah. leaves that way. It's uh, scientific. Look yeah. it up. I like it. I like it. Do your it. own research. Do your own research while you listen to this cast. 
Yeah. Please do your own research while you listen to this podcast. Your alcohol tolerance will go up. I don't if you want, cry more. That too. I don't want. <laughs> it, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea and think that we are here to be informative. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a lot of rumors going around about what we do here, and even though I accept them because it gets you niggas to listen. <laughs> I'm not so sure that was in the original bylaws of Opinions While Black. Hey, man, that's why I tell y'all to send in the listener letters. It's a, a challenge has been issued, David. That is true. Engage us. That is true. As a matter of fact, I'm going to jump into Discord and see what these niggas have to, have to talk to us about. Um, I will say that the overall blackness of the past week has definitely kept me level-headed because if it weren't for that, my mental health would be at a solid, like, four. Oh, man. You want to hug off air? Um, yeah, no. It's we're, okay uh, for black men to hug. It is okay for black men to hug. You're right. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, uh, I don't want to say too much on air, but as we close in on a landmark day for myself, I've done a lot. I've I've been doing a lot of reflection. I'm just a little uh, put out, um, but uh, I do keep my mind occupied. Um, I keep my I you know I keep my brain stimulated, uh, working on other things and just really stay trying to stay focused on the main objectives. So, not a big deal. And right now, and right now, I'm keeping court with, you know. Two of my favorite niggas on the planet, so you know, um, mental health is is definitely improved. High praise, man. So let's jump in real quick. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you got here, Flynn and I were talking about that. I think that speaks to what you were saying about how um, having a level of emotional intelligence, although very good, very healthy, we should have it is also very taxing as well. Yeah, like, it, it takes energy to 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 practice and process emotional intelligence. Yeah. Right? And to figure out what those those venues are to to healthily <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> navigate what what that that ocean is. I mean, so. because sometimes ignorance is bliss, and, and when the the less emotionally intelligent don't really haven't really asked themselves those questions, and can just run on and just, and can just just sail on sail, um, it seems a lot more freeing. Uh, but when you know that you're fucked up and you know why you're fucked up, uh, that can be taxing on its own too. And just saying that to say, you know, I, I applaud you for being in a position where you feel how you feel mm-hmm. and you're kind of doing the work to not feel like that. So, you know, salute you, sir. Wow. Air horns. Oh, I mean, clap white people. Yeah. He That's didn't hit you with the chair. That's enough white people. Okay. Um, <laughs> shout out to the new listeners. The fuck are you doing here? After that little uh, hug it out drum circle shit. Damien God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing like a good Tropic Thunder reference. Um, <laughs> um, shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. Shout out to the first times, the long times, the last times. Uh, shout out to everybody on Spotify, Google, iHeart, SoundCloud, um, it basically anywhere quality content is disseminated. 
Shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. Thanks so much for being a part of our community. Um, You're doing the Lord's work. Man, I try, bro. Um, I was talking about them. Hey, they're definitely they're definitely doing the Lord's work. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> also, the Lord's work. I don't want to know his thoughts on that just yet. <laughs> that part. I don't need that lightning bolt just yet. Um, I'm pretty man. sure Jesus said drink and be merry. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A time for everything. Time for everything under heaven. I already have been struck by lightning. That's why I said, what's it like being struck by lightning again? Tickled and set on fire. I Something just, I just kind of feel like I'd like to be struck by lightning. I just feel like it would unlock something in my brain. So Extreme pain. <laughs> so <laughs> To the whole body. <laughs> that you can feel moving through your whole body. So I thought about this. DJ DeNasa, that's all I'm saying. So I, I thought about this, as you were saying, struck by lightning. I was thinking about this last night. I came across a um, something on Instagram where they were having like a, wasn't really a pool party, but they were just, it was just kind of a little outing backdoor cutting up. And they put out, they did a little kind of double dare race where they put out a bunch of, the, a, a bunch of that, I don't know what that material is, that slip and slide material. The pool covering? Like that tarp you put across? Yeah. Probably, yeah, that's probably what it was. They put, they put down a tarp with some, uh, some soapy, some soapy okay. stuff and water and all that shit, and they got the sprinklers going. Okay, and it was like a little relay race. They they go, they'd slide to the other end, take a shot, go back and tag their partner, or whatever. Yeah. Now, of course, this ended when one of them niggas slipping, sliding all the way across, down uh, under the table and crashing everything, oh, damn. which was the best part. <laughs> but I was thinking about that. Y'all know how much I love like rain and like. I don't love tropical, like, I don't love hurricanes. Okay. But I love what it's like right before a big storm. All right. Oh, like that drop in temp. The, the, the drop the in the sun. temp. Yeah. The wind picks up a little bit. The smell it's in com- the air. completely dark outside. He likes the ozone. Yeah. And I love the rain. And I love the rain. I, sit outside, I could sit outside and watch the rain all day. Sounds like you're Seattle bound. Uh, mm, there's, there's not enough black people. <laughs> Um, and I was like, man, we got to have like a little just slip and slide end of summer party or some shit. This is all things I would, I'd dream about if I had money. And so end of summer. Yeah. So like in November. No. (laughs) Well, yeah. Thanksgiving. Technically end of summer. about Thanksgiving. (laughs) And so I was like, man, just one rainy day when nobody gives a fuck. Wrap your hair up if you have to, whatever you got to do. Drop one of them slip and slide joints outside. Everybody go sliding. You know why nobody's going to do that? Because lightning. Every, well, we're well, black people and we're all scared of lightning. Well, no, because it's Texas. And even on that tarp, sliding across it would be like streaming a stick of butter across the pan. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, yeah. it's still going to be hot. Yeah, you know how tan people going to be when they come off that slip and slide? That's fair. Yeah. Maybe like beginning of spring or some shit. I was thinking more of like the ridiculously hard clay ground that we have since we don't have real dirt. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about that, and then I was like, "Oh, niggas are scared of lightning. We can't do that." <laughs> um, a friend of mine heard this idea, and she was like, "Well, I'll keep score because 
my titties would be damaged irrevocably. And I was kind of like, I feel like that's a risk you should take for the team. It's form. It's all about form. You know, you just got to keep the elbows. They might be what carries you across. You know what I'm saying? I would also argue that there are enough listeners here that there's probably a kind soul out there that would, you know, definitely help you if if they did get mangled. Someone will help you nurse those titties back to health. Someone would. Um, I'm a someone. <laughs> Everybody's somebody. <laughs> See, you can have your HEB value Drake helping you nurse your titties back to health. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lie. I'm so broke. I'm gonna, I'm about to start auctioning this nigga off. I am available on Thursdays, every other Tuesday. No, 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 not until we see the money fluent. Oh, sorry, I was just putting my schedule out. Nigga, you are jumping ahead. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, my services include uh, cooking and feeding and eating. So we're going to get flowers this week. <laughs> um. I don't know what this nigga's turned it into. We're we're not gonna follow that rabbit hole. That's that's what we're not gonna do. Um, we're gonna go ahead and give flowers to Beyonce. Actually, uh, I usually try to get more of a common everyday person, um, but Beyonce is uh, releasing her limited her limited edition Tiffany collection um, to fund HBC, HBCU scholarships. Nice. So she's doing what? She's giving away her money. Basically, she's got a um, she's, it's it's like a, a Tiffany collection of like necklaces uh, when because I remember I seem to remember she was doing a um, an endorsement deal with Tiffany at one time. and Everybody was really mad because um, how much money Tiff- does she need? Well, no, because Tiffany diamonds, um, I supposedly I believe were conflict were conflict diamonds. Okay, So. um so now she's not doing that anymore, and the I guess she's selling off those necklaces that were designed specifically for her. Um, she's going to be auctioning those off, I believe, and the proceeds are going to go to certain HBCU scholarships. Nice. You got to flip what these white people do. Sometimes I, you know, it's and it's great when the money is, when the money isn't, you know. Backed in questionable things, but that's white people, and so sometimes we got to take that white. Sometimes we got to take that dirty white people money and do something right with it. I mean, under it, no fluent. That I mean, what? That's I mean, for from a, a PR standpoint, whatever comes up for her, great. But I mean. I celebrate any uh, wealthy person doing something with their privilege, man. Like, get, Correct. you've already got enough of it, man. Give some of it back. You know, and, and no matter what you th- just it's just like no matter what people think of LeBron James and his politics on or off the court, that man's sending kids to college. No matter how much of a scam I think college is, uh, it, it it's a leg up somehow out here. Um so yeah, dude. Uh, sometimes you gotta flip. You gotta flip this shit in order to uh, provide for the many. So yeah, shout out to Beyonce, man. Also, shout out to her for her tour. I hear her tour is. I hear her. I hear her tour slaps like a motherfucker. Like I mean, I've seen enough of it on social media at this point. Um, I don't know if she's been here yet. No, we would know if she had been here. 
Exactly. But I don't know what exactly what it means, but when she comes here, I'm telling everybody that goes to that show, you niggas better go on mute. I don't know what exactly that means in the context of Beyonce's material, but whenever she says mute, you niggas better shut the fuck up. Y'all ain't gonna make Houston look bad. They already saying Atlanta's the best at this on mute shit, whatever it means. I will not have it. I will not have you, and I'm not going to the Beyonce show. Don't get me wrong. So ultimately, I don't give a fuck. Y'all not going to embarrass me. Y'all not going to embarrass Houston's most savage podcast. (laughs) As a matter of fact, because somebody just yelled that during, as a matter of fact, I take back everything I said about y'all going on mute. When everybody else goes on mute, just scream Houston's most savage podcast. I hate you <laughs> so fucking much. As Holy a matter of fact, shit. take all that shit back, actually. Holy shit. If you really bold, wear the shirt. Buy a shirt, wear a shirt. And then when she says, what did y'all say? And she has to repeat it because she doesn't understand what it is. I will thank y'all. Don't believe me. I will find a way. I will thank y'all. It's that that would be great. As a matter of fact, fuck all that on mute shit. Everybody who doesn't give a fuck about this podcast, just stay out of grown folks' business. <laughs> <laughs> you should like give away some merch to a person that does it. I would absolutely give away merch to somebody who gets Beyonce's attention with Opinions While Black, Houston's Most Savage Podcast. And you're welcome, whatever brave soul you are. God. We will celebrate you. And if you get thrown out. You'll be welcome on the show. I'm not paying the bail. <laughs> but you will have the you will have the gratitude of a grateful podcast. I feel like Conscious gonna have some words for you after this episode. And yeah. you'll be legendary. <laughs> like you'd be a legend. Yeah, man. That'd be the start of your success story. I'm telling you. I, I'm telling you, because now it's And uh, free merch. And I and I and you wouldn't have to throw anything. Please don't throw anything at Beyonce. I know people that know just words. people that know her. Just, just just words. Just words. It's all we need from you. Just just throw do words. not throw anything at because let me tell you something. These stars are getting ready to not take this shit anymore. Sweetie, Sweetie already told y'all what time it is. Uh, she got up there. She got up there throwing her ass, and somebody looked like they was trying to throw some shit at her, and she she made them reconsider that and was like, "Hey, fam, you throw that shit up here." <laughs> I'm going to be down there, and we're going to have a problem. And I believe her, too. Y'all just caught, y'all got lucky that time and caught her when she was high. Oh, but yeah. Um, going into humans ain't shit. Uh, I just want to break down for, and this won't take, I just want to break down real quick why I have not spoken on Lizzo. Um. Cause y'all already y'all y'all didn't waste any time with Lizzo, and y'all started dragging it. If you, I'm sure most of you that are listening to this program know what's going on with Lizzo. There are people complain, people in her camp, or were formerly in her camp, complaining that um, she had been abusive to them, that um, they were making her do odd sexual things with the strippers. Um, I'm not gonna say I don't believe it. At all, because there's always room for this for any of this shit to be true. Because this is the same shit that happened with Todrick Hall. Um, everybody thought Todrick was such a was such a wholesome, nice dude, 
and Todrick was actually very um, forceful and aggressive and abusive um, and not paying people what they're worth. And we were wrong about him. Having said that, um, whatever is being said about Lizzo could very well be true. Um, she really could be on her Debbie Allen shit. I don't know one way or the other. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. But just from the way y'all are responding and talking about Lizzo in the in the wake of it, I don't want to be a part of the conversation. I don't want to be a part of the conversation because y'all sound so stupid. I'm plugging things in. Um talking about how she was fat shaming somebody else and you're responding to that with fat shaming. Look at that fat bitch calling other people fat bitch. And most of the people that are fat shaming her are people that didn't like Lizzo already and were looking for reasons to disrespect Lizzo. Yeah. Like, y'all never fucked with her. And the thing... And the thing that gets to me is that it's just like the thing with Carly Russell. Y'all didn't want to support Carly Russell. Because y'all didn't want, because y'all don't give a fuck about black women in the first place. And so when something happened that forced you to give a fuck about a black woman's safety and it turned out to not be true, you felt inconvenienced and you felt she, she owed you a pound of flesh for it. Y'all don't like going to bat for fat women. I go to bat for fat women all day. And let me tell you something. Uh, Double that for Lizzo because our sex tape will be glorious. That in mind, y'all don't want to go, y'all don't want to go to bat for fat women. You don't. And you, now you feel inconvenienced because Lizzo might just be the thing that you said she was which is human to be quite honestly human is a difference between fat shaming and forcing someone to do some shit outside their consent though no no it was both she's been accused of both that's what i'm saying like, cuz she told one chick that she she told one chick that she was about to be fired cuz she was cuz she was getting too fucking fat yeah so she did that and she was trying to do force people to do crazy shit but there is a difference, and she did. If if it's true, she did both. That's all. You think she uses the flute? Uh, damn it! Damn it. Damn <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's a new angle uh, to the Pied Piper. Y'all are uh, out, to, sir. Uh, I did say it. Uh, <laughs> Y'all are out of order. Y'all are out uh, of order. It does look like she's always smelling her flute on stage, bro. Oh, okay, okay, enough. I mean, no, that was funny, but all I'm saying is that. Y'all, y'all aren't. I'm not having the conversation because y'all aren't seriously having the conversation. Y'all are seriously y'all are seriously having the conversation in a way that absolves you 
that allows you to have to crack the jokes you want to crack. It's fake. It's it's fake. It's, and, and you know, I I'm I didn't participate in the fat shaming then, and I'm not participating in the fat shaming now. Um, so quite honestly, dog, y'all can have it. I'm I'm not in that until something gets proven one way or another. Because quite honestly. Y'all are too much, and y'all don't really have, the, and y'all are really just doing the fat shaming and the making fun because y'all don't have the bandwidth to have the necessary conversation. Put it that way for you. Um, song of the week. What do I want to play for the song of the week? Um, let's try. I played an, I played another song off of this lady's album. This is Marie Dahlstrom with uh, Bo Diaco. It's called Like Sand. Ooh. It's a very strong album. Marie like Dahlstrom's sand. a pretty good, pretty good artist. Uh, let's see what it do. Pour yourself something, get comfortable, and we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Are you ready for the flow? 
Cause he holds Onto questions he can't control Empty-handed by himself When you're holding too tight You will step away like sand Dahlstrom featuring Bo, I'm not going to slaughter that man's name. Uh, I, so Marie Dahlstrom has a nice, has a nice little chill vibe. Um, I'm pretty sure I played another song from her on this podcast, uh, home with you, which is again, just very, what it very chill and lacks without being necessarily VH1 type shit. Um, like sand is the is the title of that as the title of that song featuring Bo Diaco. Um, do what? Oh, y'all y'all aren't. There we go. I was saying that's like torrential rain music, basically. But I like that shit too. Like I, like I'm the nigga who I'm the, the nigga who just immediately goes to um white noise shit on my Google on my Google home joint. Um I have some suggestions for that too if y'all if y'all have Spotify get at me. Some good uh maybe hours of that shit too. And very specific like we recorded it raining and raining in the feet in the in the in the country in Georgia. You know, we were we recorded it raining on a tin roof. You know, um, so that's my kind. Of, that's my kind of shit. Um, but yeah, Marie Dahlstrom, good artist. Uh, let's see what's going on. Oh, we do have an RIP. Uh, oh. RIP to my man DJ Casper, uh, the the founder of the Cha Cha Slide. Um. Pivotal, pivotal cornerstone in the culture. If you don't have any rhythm at all, ever, you know the cha-cha slide. My mom don't know shit about shit about current music or, well, what I call throwback music, but she don't know shit about shit. All that shit passed her by while she was listening to the Tom Joyner morning show, but she know about the cha-cha slide. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Oh, God, I just thought that Martin joke. Martin was like, I know the ghetto hokey pokey when I see that shit. Crisscross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, damn, I don't even want to get into the history of black people and line music. Damien, cut! Because, <laughs> fam... Y'all ain't got the feet for it. I already know with these TikTok dances and these new dances now. Y'all ain't got the feet for the old for the good old shit. Cause y'all trying to y'all still trying to figure out that damn Tamiya dance. I just want to know at what age did you learn the electric slide? <sighs> My mother probably has a story 
to where I knew it when I was a baby. I don't believe that. Because <laughs> if I knew it, I lost it and didn't get it back for a few years. That's definitely what happened with me. I, I know for a fact that my parents taught us the bus stop and the electric slide when I was like in second grade. You knew the bus stop? New is the key word of that statement. Yeah, because there's no need for the bus stop. <laughs> I went to a, pred- a predominantly white school, so Poor they soul. didn't have the they didn't have the wherewithal to teach us line dances like the electric slide. Our general music class, which was my um, uh, show choir directors. Taught us, they I, they taught us. I mean, it was musical. It, everything was musically related, but it was also to keep us occupied while they were doing more important shit. Boot scoop boogie. <sighs> it was some kind of fucking promenade, square dance shit. Um, uh, yep. And it was just it was it was all basically the choreography that they rejected, that the school rejected for for them to teach the show choir, but. You can teach some kids who ain't got shit else to do in general music. General music was where you went when you didn't have an elect a musical elective. Like every, every it was the cool thing for everybody to try out for the band. Everybody wanted to try out for the band. Everybody wanted to try out for violin. I knew I couldn't do violin. I felt I could do band. I was a choir kid all my life, but I felt like I could do band because, again, I wanted to be one of the cool kids. And it was probably one of the first and last times I actually had an aspiration to be cool. <laughs> and Because after that, you know, you get into middle school, you learn your lesson about trying to be cool. Um, But I felt like I could do band because I felt special having played the recorder, which was another... Middle of the road thing that they taught everybody. <laughs> you know, so if you could play hot cross buns without fucking up one time, you were the man. Can I? Just... And the band director looked at me with my recorder in my hand and politely asked me what the fuck I was doing in his classroom. <laughs> Can I just be honest real quick? Please. I fucking love the recorder and played it right up until junior year of high school. Where I realized that nobody, and I mean nobody, gives a fuck about the recorder. Oh, hot cross, <laughs> hot cross buns wasn't giving you no pussy? <laughs> I thought I was about to be Ron Burgundy with that bitch. Oh, God. And nobody gave a fuck, bro. Give a damn. Yeah, you right. You don't put that shit down and grab a guitar, <laughs> play some adult music. Shit, it just switched to the other wind instruments, man. Can't, I, I, can't play hot cross buns on the guitar. And hot cross buns doesn't sound cool on a flute. It's not about sounding cool all the it time. It is. That's why you play the thing. That's why no, you get good no. at it. Think about that guy who like made up his own instrument for Dune. He's like, I want to play an instrument that sounds like wind. <laughs> like Who plays right. wind? Like literally wind. Not a wind instrument. Yeah, but them niggas in Dune were doing a lot of odd shit. I don't, say, I don't, I don't care about the Terrence Howard math that man was trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> them niggas in Dune were odd, dog. They were. They were. Like, the, the colonizers in Dune were odd. Yeah. All walking around in their pajamas all the fucking time. It's too hot for them. The pajamas looked hot. I'm saying. I'm still ready for Dune, too, though. I'm definitely ready for Dune, yeah, too. Yeah, shit gonna be hard. 
November 3rd. Just counting down. Rest in peace, DJ Casper. Hit that man with the air horns. Now, crisscross. Oh, no. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Cha-cha, let's move. <laughs> um, oh, good news. Um, Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Hit him with the air horns. Damn. That's a lot of that's a lot of avoidance. That's a lot of that's a lot of donations from his fandom for soap on a rope. That's a lot of singing in a quarter is what that is. Oh, shit. Hold my hand and sing track number eight from Chick's tape. Uh that's gonna be a it's it that's watch yourself, dog. Hey bro, you gotta get that Tropic Thunder clip like yesterday, dog. <laughs> That's where that goes. <laughs> right after that news. Damien Cut! Damien Cut! <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Ten that nigga. Years. Yeah, man. T- that nigga, that's a, a a dime, nigga. Like Shit. and and people got the nerve. You think he's gonna serve all ten? No. They say they already say he's they're they're gonna count like three hundred something days as served. Which makes it like nine years. Ew. Um and and there's no in between. There are people that feel like it's a it's a. Days cr- is, has he he hasn't been detained for three hundred days, has he? Yeah. Really. They came and got that nigga. Costly mistakes, man. Show hate it. Yeah, that nigga. Um, he earned that. And here and here's the thing. We were so close. To perfectly unified blackness, we were so close. We were we spent two days, three, joined in harmony over one very special ass whooping that we'll talk about coming up. <laughs> and it's my fault because I made a post on Facebook and said all I ask is that we keep the same energy. When it comes to protecting our black women. Oh, you woke them up. And everybody got, well, everybody was real quiet. Everybody was real quiet. Not much response on that one. Damn. How come I didn't see that post? Can't See? See? The Face, al- look, the, the algorithm is didn't even fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> Came and went. And then they got, and then, and, and then they got that news. Ten years. And there was no in-between. It was only, uh, this is a travesty. They were too hard on this man. He only shot her in the foot. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, then really? it, and then it was, and then on the other hand, it was put him under the jail. Ten years ain't enough. I will not lie to you. I am niggas. Put him, on, put him under the jail. You were just, fu- because again, I can't stress this enough. Tory Lanez was never on trial for shooting Megan the Stallion. Tory Lanez was on trial for having an illegal gun, brandishing it recklessly, and someone got shot because of it. Yeah. It just so happened, it happened to be the most popping female rap artist at that time at the time up to right now and that's one of them things where wrong shit wrong time 
Wrong person. Wrong person. And he did. And so, and the other thing is, people were blaming Megan, talking about oh, she just wanted to put a black man down. Um, she just trying. Rock Nation is just trying to destroy this man because Rock Nation is related to Jay Z, and Jay Z is the Illuminati. I got a, I got two different cousins that have I can't two wait. different takes. I can't wait to tell Amanda that I had to delete her dumbass friend for saying that shit. Someone said, and by someone I mean my cousin. Sure. Said, does this make Megan a snitch like Takashi Six Nine? No. Huh? The state did this. <laughs> no, Takashi wanted to be under protection. This is why I'm not on Facebook. You are not on social media right now at all. This is my cousin. I don't talk to my family. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, and for me, I don't, the real conspiracy, I, if anybody is the real conspiracy master here, it's Tory Lanez. Wow. Because let me tell you something. I knew I was familiar with one of Tory Lanez's songs and it jammed. I had never seen anyone being such a fan of Tory Lanez that they were willing to be idiots for him. There's a lady out. There was a lady outside the courtroom talking about Megan doesn't have trauma. I'll bring that bitch trauma. I shit you not. I cannot make this up. Going off. I'm talking about that going off the way they go off for Nikki. Like, Tory Lanez ain't never been that popping. I ain't never heard nobody calling Chicks Tape 4 a classic. I I don't know the name of any of his work. <laughs> I was like, any of his Nor words. should you. He's not that good. He's just part of that second generation of niggas that listen to T-Pain real hard. And I'm not saying this music's trash. It ain't worth this. <laughs> it ain't worth this. Like with the Boozy people. Boozy says things that make me regret wipe me down. I, I feel that. Like... When Fandom I, should have shame. When 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 I put on my Montgomery playlist and uh, some of my my old boozy popped in, I was just like, "Meh, I think I can skip this one." Like, and don't get me wrong. If wipe me down, come on right now. It's a scene, but he says things routinely. He does things routinely. He was in his house asking Instagram. If they knew some hitters, and by hitters he meant hunters that could go in his backyard, his acres of backyard, and hunt down two or three random deer that had got on his property. There are things that he says that make me regret ever enjoying Wipe Me Down. You know why I don't feel that way, though? Because... I feel like, for the same reason, I don't care about Ja Rule's politics. (laughs) 
in my mind, that's not why I listen to the words that come out of your mouth. Like, when you say stuff like that, that's just so egregious. It's like a part of my brain goes, oh, man, why does that monkey have tambourines? <laughs> and then he just does not stop playing until his mouth is closed. Like, I see his mouth moving. I see he's upset about something. But I just, I don't know. And sometimes the monkey is, like, playing the tambourines to the beat of Wipe Me Down. It's crazy. God, oh, my God. So do we, how do we feel about 10 years? Is that, is that fair? You shot someone, dog. Right. Okay. Fluent? Anything? I I have no qualms about the sentence. Okay. Um, if you didn't want ten years, you shouldn't have shot someone, dog. And you were already <laughs> in trouble for a gun charge. For all of yeah. you people that are I, caping for this nigga, would you cape for him if he shot you? <laughs> or someone you know? No, no, no. That's that's asking too much of him. We we began the episode oh, talking yeah, about true. emotional intelligence. Yeah, that's right. If You're he right. shot you. Do you give a fuck if he got 10 years? You shot someone, dog. Have fun to poke you, dog. I, I hear that they I hear that some of them niggas like bald spots. Have fun with that. There may be someone at your door. That's unfortunate. That's someone at Fluence door. I can see through the glass they hot. It's hot as fuck out there, though. It's like, hot as balls outside. And fam, yeah. it's not improving anytime soon. Like for real. Like it's like it's gonna be a rough August. I'm telling y'all, man, hurricane season's gonna be hard this year, and I, and I don't like that at all. Very nervous about that. And which is why I'm only kind of half like, man, keep it hot, dog. Just keep it hot. We have to talk about. So, rarely do we get such a big story that's occurring while we're recording <laughs> that that where the relevance extends itself throughout the week into right now. And as far as I'm concerned, culturally, this is a landmark. Mm-hmm. This is a landmark. Like, this is a landmark to the point where I genuinely believe we need to go ahead and just quietly make this a cultural holiday. It's not done quietly. Well, not it's not done quietly, but it's going to be real quiet when we don't go to work that day. Like, we have to fight. Like, there's still some niggas that have to go to work on Martin Luther King Day. No one's going to work. On Fade's Giving? On Fade's Giving. <laughs> I like that actually. Hit him with the air horns. Not That's not it. Not I knew you were going to do it. I told you you were going to do it. was going to happen. It's on a different bank. I'm sorry. I oh. had, we, were all, we were cooking on that bank. Um, yeah, hit Fade's Giving with the air horns. Um, the Battle of Montgomery. That's why I call it... Um, I wish I had put Avengers music on the board, actually. Bro, they got a video. <laughs> Holy shit, they so, got a video. What wait, wait, wait. Before he, before you find it gets to that, just to catch everybody up, just in case you're one of the three people on the planet. <laughs> gotta be. Gotta be. Not, that are not read in. I'm under a rock and I know about this. While shit. we were recording. <laughs> while we were recording. These two niggas were laughing their asses off at a video, and I could not imagine what it was they were talking about. Meanwhile, while they're laughing at said video, 
I'm scrolling. Just I always scroll Twitter once before we record just to make sure we're not missing anything. Just to make sure there's nothing pressing that we can get in at the last minute or something that we don't have to wait until next week for. And I do see a video that has that has posted a couple of times. And it looks like at first glance, the screen cap just looks like two just like, like a nigga and a white man fighting on the on on a dock somewhere. I was like, oh, oh okay. Uh some racist getting his ass whooped. Fair enough. I'll get to it on our break. Then I see Randall has texted me. <laughs> Hope you talk about this. Randall, who was supposed to be here and could not, texting me about something to submit for white people must be stopped. And I said, I'll look at it on the break. And I finally asked these niggas what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and they show it to me in just a quick, a quick little glance. And sure enough, the security guard on the dock. Boat captain. Squared up. Boat captain. Squared up with these white men, with these hillbilly looking white men. And when he knew, for me, everybody says this was the bat signal. To me, this is what it looks like when you know you're not going to have a job on Monday. But fuck it. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> yup. Yeah. And threw his, his little work hat into the air and got to swinging. And because this white man was a little bitch, he had to get all his homeboys involved and jump this man. Now, one thing about niggas to their detriment and maybe to the credit of their pride, niggas will watch you get your ass whooped. They will not watch you get jumped. Yeah. yeah. And niggas were on a whole different area, but you could see them running for the entrance to the dock. First it was one guy, and when that one guy was holding it down, then it was two more guys. Then it was four guys. Then it was the sixteen-year-old. Let me tell you something. Swimming out the water, that, and they're no, all that, the way that man was fighting the water. Let you know he was going about to fight somebody. And there was a nigga on a boat trying to dock, who jumped off of the boat to swim to the dock, fully clothed. Have you ever tried to swim in cargo shorts, nigga? Hard as fuck. And got up and got up there. They are calling this nigga Scuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> That's a good one. That's so good. Oh. And he got up there and got to and got to handling business. Now they they gave him so many names that I saw somebody do a Star Wars entry crawl, where the entire logo crawl is just the forty different names that they gave him. All right. <laughs> Aquaman. I hate the internet so much. <laughs> No, it is a joyous place. And that wasn't even the height of it. Then some old school nigga. That was just the first wave of niggas. They tried to break this shit up. The next thing you see is a line of what of what I can only refer to as uh, washed up uh, Q-dogs who all came skipping 
See, that's when you know the real ass whooping is coming for you. Someone's running at you with glee. When they're when they're glee when they're frolicking <laughs> down the walkway. We about to go through some dumb shit. They all got their shirts off, and then one, and then couple of niggas that start that, that start pounding their fists with that little skip because they don't want to run out of juice. They walked right up on these people's boat. Uh, permission to come beat the shit out you, Captain. Uh, that no, you don't answer. Confirmed. Bop, 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 and got to handling these these white people. When I tell you these white people were straight out of the uh, um, the devil's rejects. Uh, I'm sorry, bro. Drunk. Missing the whole point. They started throwing these niggas off the dock like WWE. Real talk. (laughs) I'm trying to throw them into the water like, get out of here. And it wasn't just the men doing it. No, first of all, mad props to that dude for not smacking the crap out of chick in the red dress. But the sisters that showed up. Holy shit. Let me tell you something. You niggas can (laughs) never... Ever hey. say that black women don't, don't show up and represent for you niggas because yeah. those white women, those Karens were about to get themselves involved and probably try to get one of them smacked up so they could say, Officer, he hit me. Yep. Don't worry about none of that. We them gotta. Black, them black women showed up and beat the brakes off of them women. And if that wasn't enough, some old school nigga who've been having a rough, who've been having a rough month. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin ass nigga <laughs> just got to Fuck. wildly fucking a nigga up Fuck. with a chair, with a folded chair right upside his head. Damien, cut! <laughs> cut! I seen somebody Photoshop an actual WWE ring onto the dock. Good. I seen a video with the Jim Ross overdub talking about, he's got a chair! Duh. Y'all are so creative. And like everybody's like, so creative, like the content that's come from this ass whooping. That's what's gonna make it iconic. It is legendary. That's what's gonna make it culturally. Iconic. I saw one. I, where, I literally have fifty plus memes in my phone. I saw one where Wong was opening the portal and letting everybody in. Yo, they're playing the end game music and shit. Had these had these niggas at the front of the Avengers line skipping towards Thanos. Bruh. Oh boy, y'all are ridiculous. Y'all are out of fucking line. Just, I've seen so many overlap. Oh, so many uh, videos overlapped with SummerSlam. You heard uh, Jim Ross. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> they were playing the D, the Degeneration X music. Yeah, that's we need to bring that shit back. I felt like the world was a much happier place when everybody was doing that degeneration X move. They're stupid. <laughs> suck it. That yeah. suck it. I feel like everybody was just blindly joyful when they were getting when they were catching detention and in school suspension <laughs> for jumping up in the middle of class and telling everybody to suck it. And the and the teachers had to act like they didn't know what the fuck that meant. And maybe they didn't, because teachers, see, old, teachers were a different breed back then than they were now. I don't know, man. Teachers, they knew. In my day, teachers looked like your mama. They knew. Not not in my school. In this day. Not in my school. And I'm going to be honest with you, when we got to be friends again, it was worrying me. Nowadays, 
Teachers are like Ariel. I had one. And that was scary. Shout out Mrs. Breedlove. Ah. Wherever okay. you are. Yeah, we had a uh Miss LeBlanc was like that. Um But yeah. Like, so now the nigga is going upside people's head with the chair wildly. I mean, but he was making contact every time. Ever he's every won. time. He never missed. It was amazing. Like, but that was knew part he of the was problem. A ball player. But see, he was a ball player. But see, that was part of the problem was that he was going so wild. He didn't care who he was hitting after a while. He was going oh, yeah, berserker yeah. Wolverine yeah. because once he finished off that one nigga, he just looked for the next white skin he saw. <laughs> and after the after the black woman had finished beating up Karen, he ran right over and came straight over Karen's back. She's not done. And the and the and the black woman had to wake him up for a minute. <laughs> hey, 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 no, 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 chill, chill, chill. That, we that, are handling this. <laughs> that's, that's, that's when he got cuffed. Yeah, that's, that's when he got cuffed. Well, yeah, and it was so funny. The 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 play by play in the background was so great because the cops immediately grabbed him and everybody behind the camera was like, "Oh, see there, you're going to jail." <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, everybody behind the camera when a crime's going down becomes a licensed paralegal in like two minutes. <laughs> oh, see there? That's that's 18 months. And the the other great thing about this is that there were so many fucking angles. Everyone's filming. Yeah. The best angle I have ever seen of this so far was that there were there were people in the boat. That the that the nigga was on when he was getting beaten over the head with the chair, and they were filming out the window, just watching him get beat with the chair. If if they if they went on and just digitized all of the all of this footage, you could put your Oculus on and know where every nigga involved was for like a mile. You know, all you need is all the content submitted to one place, and you could use Microsoft Stitch today to do it. One of we, you we, listeners, we, get we, on it. We just need all the content in one place. We just get a nice high-res upload, like on a Dropbox folder somewhere. We need this on with an the o- 200 phones. <laughs> we need this in the Oculus store right now. <laughs> so your children can relive this. So their children can relive this. I, I will say this. Like, an interesting conversation has come of this, like, with both colleagues and, like, even amongst, like, my parents, right? Sure. And for my folks, they always go back to, well, man, in our day, I don't know if we'd have thought to do that. And I always let them know, hey, and that's cool, and that's unique, and your time was, you know, your time. But kids have definitely, I won't say leveled the playing field, but they've opened it up to we don't give a fuck. And that level of not caring gives them a, a, a sense of freedom that I don't think you guys got to experience. Well, yeah. So, I mean, we want to go on the serious tip with it. Um, I, I had told my Airbnb guest, like, uh, what was it? The, 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 maybe after Monday. I know that. Like Tuesday, nigga, Monday. I Tuesday know that morning. nigga was hype. But he, he didn't understand it first. So I see him. I'm getting ready to go to work. And I'm just like, hey, bro, look, I don't know what kind of day you've been having. But just, just, just Twitter, get on social media or something, and look up Montgomery. I ain't going to tell you nothing. I'm just going to tell you to look up Montgomery. You're going to laugh. I see him like 12 hours later. He still ain't looked at the shit. He seen me two days later. He's like, 
oh my God, you tried to tell me. You're like, yeah, I did. But his son was like, well, I mean, given that that happened in Montgomery, well, don't you think that Rosa Parks or MLK would have, you know, wanted a different outcome? No. 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 No, no they wouldn't have. No. And, and here's why I say that. Protests were exactly that. So they were organized when their nonviolent approach. It wasn't about just, oh, we're going to come and get our ass whooped. No, one, you they always looked out for each other's safety. But the point of being nonviolent was to draw attention and to do things and show how reactive the white people were. We already see how reactive they are. Now whoop their ass. That was disruption. <laughs> that was disruption for them. <laughs> and, we're not disrupting nothing. We're just trying to live. And the, exactly. and, the, and the other part of that is, even though Martin believed what he believed, even though Rosa Parks believed what she believed, Martin went to the hood. Martin went to the niggas. Martin went to, he went to reach everybody. And some of them did not necessarily ride with the nonviolent message. Some of the, Steve Harvey said this once back when he was funny. You have to keep niggas around you that ain't been nowhere near the church. Just in case the shit go down. Mm-hmm. You got to keep some nigga niggas around you. My dad was like the avatar. He was like the bridge between worlds, between <laughs> between Don't the you do see bet- like that. between the civilized niggas <laughs> and the nigga niggas. He knew that you got to keep some niggas that ain't been nowhere near common sense around you. See, one of the parts of community is that community really is for everybody. And community really is for for everybody that's about that's about everybody else, and even in you know in my dad's day, the gangs and shit, the gangs and shit were just as dedicated to protecting the neighborhood. In the days of civil rights of the Black Panthers, they went to the gangs. The gangs were feeding children. The gangs were out here making sure you didn't go somewhere that you weren't supposed to be. And if you were somewhere you weren't supposed to be, you better get your ass back across so-and-so street. And we got you. Mm -hmm. And that's important here because this is, we haven't, if you've noticed, ain't nobody asked where these niggas come from. And I mean, and they represent for, for Montgomery, which is well known. For taking care of their own, from what I understand, niggas in Alabama have been telling me about this all week. But there is a certain protection that you are owed and that you owe in community. And it's not just in, in if you listen to the hip hop heads, it's not just for the it's not just for the people that carry themselves like Claire Huxtable or Michelle Obama. Because best believe, Claire Huxtable, if somebody came up and ran up on Vanessa or Theo or whoever, Claire Huxtable would have wanted their ass whooped. She wasn't that bougie. She was bougie, but she wasn't that bougie. You know? And nobody, have you noticed? I feel like Felicia Rashad can throw hands. In real life. One hundo. Like. One hundo. <laughs> like in real life. I feel One like she's hands, hundo. <laughs> also, side note, shout out to Felicia Rashad. I believe she's stepping down from uh uh where is she what was she teaching? Howard? Yeah. 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 Uh she's stepping down. Um she had a good run, clap it up for her. um air horns. Um but all that aside, 
You notice nobody's gotten on the internet and be like, oh, this nigga said this on Twitter 10 years ago. Or, oh, uh, this nigga got a criminal record doing so and so and so. Nobody's asked those questions of these people. And I don't think anybody's going to. Because I have heard through the grapevine um, that there are certain podcasters uh, beyond my level, um, that there are certain podcasters, certain influencers, certain people within the culture that um, are pooling resources should these people um, need anything legal-wise. Oh, there's... Bro, have you not seen the video that they cut from Harlem Nights of Richard Pryor going into the jail to pay people's bail? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah I did see that. They, like on uh, on uh, Roland Martin's network, he had like a series of seven pundits that were like, "No, we we've already got that shit locked down." Yeah, any any anybody who ends up having legal fee, legal fees, yeah, they're they gonna are, be taken. They've care already of. been taken care of. That there's yeah. so many people who said like, "Y'all set up a GoFundMe, I got you." The boy. The the boy who swam across, they, people have repla- paid to replace his shoes so many times. He's like, look, I honestly don't need any more money for shoes. I was gonna <laughs> say, and they've really been, and they've really been trying to keep. And yeah, this is one place I know that I feel like they've kind of fucked up. Where which is, I feel like they've been trying to um, keep his name out of the press. Who's the boy? Yeah. They were trying to keep his name. They, uh, his, him and his family kind of asked for that at first because uh, they were afraid afraid of reprisals. But, um, you know, Twitter is a bunch of detectives. So they didn't hear that. Um, but, yeah, let's and I really do feel like let's keep our hands on these people because it's more about it's not, it's not even necessarily about the violence. We've seen so much violence done to us especially since uh, the pandemic started and that was really when the George Floyd shit popped off and shit like that. I feel like we see so much violence done to us and publicized and played over and over by the media. Um, that can have a psychological effect on anybody and it can have a psychological effect on us as a culture. We have an election season coming up. And I think people need that fire lit under them. But also, I feel like these white people are getting emboldened again because we have to mention this. Two things. One, the day before that shit happened, there was a Trump rally. Mm-hmm. A big one. Mm-hmm. Two, those people that committed, that jumped on that man, we now hear from the captain of the Harriet too. That these motherfuckers were routinely known for coming up to that very dock because all of this started because the motherfuckers would not move their little uh, their little uh, Gilligan's Island ass boat, and they routinely come up there and start trouble. They routinely come up there and and uh, threaten violence. They routinely come up there and steal stuff. Bunch of hooligans and thugs. Hooligans and hooligans and thugs. And I'm, you know, a lot of us aren't new to this. A lot of them hooligans and thugs from up in the mountains and shit uh, feel real emboldened when Trump comes through. And what happened last election, where Trump's people were out beating your ass and out in the middle of the in the middle of the street, 
were driving their cars to run over people to fuck up the protests, beating your ass at the rally and, the, and Trump talking about I'll pay the bail, that day is over. Yeah, we're not doing that no more. We are not doing that. And I think we need to see people not doing that anymore. We need to see white people fucking around and finding out. And guess what? It's catching. It's catching like wildfire. I saw a lady at the hospital who was working the front desk at the hospital, and some white lady just came around the corner and got and got real ignorant with her, and she, one move, Mr. Miyagi'd her down on the floor and kicked the living shit out of her quite a few times Good. and went right back to what she was doing at work. Good. Hey, you know what happened, though? She almost grabbed that chair, too. I have, did you see it? Did you I, see it? She I almost have, grabbed that chair, and that was when the coworker was like, let me save you. She about to grab the chair. There was a nigga. In Detroit. Beating someone's ass with a chair. Yep. Yellow chair. That chair about to get that that chair about to get real dangerous. You niggas are or you niggas are out of order. I saw I saw some uh the Photoshop. Some funny videos on Instagram where where women had where women had their kids outside exercising doing chair foo. No, bro. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, I know I'm not online, but everything I see is great. They got a clip where this they took the the clip from Black Panther. Yeah. And it's like M'Baku's rant. Uh, it's the chant right before Challenge Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's this dude, all of his sons, all of his brothers, all of their sons, they just coming out the house to the chant with their chairs. Nigga. I love how creative y'all are. Yeah. You know, you know, so Dashade out in uh, Austin? Mm-hmm. So he has a um, street forge armory. Okay. So they make knives and swords and, and oh, cool. other weapons, right? Oh, cool. Um, typically, when he has a new blade ready, he'll set up a full water bottle. He does a little bit of work with it and then slices the bottle. He said, we have some new inventory. He came into frame with a whole chair, swinging it and showing his kata that works with the chair. <laughs> Y'all out of order. Out of fucking order. Um... I salute these people, man. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get to work on a shirt. Y'all deserve, I don't care if one person buys it. Y'all deserve a commemorative shirt for your hard work and dedication to the cause. Courtesy of Oz Underground. Uh, nah, Oz Underground. Courtesy of Opinions While Black. Um, I don't know. I'll, do, I'll figure out how to work the price a little bit or something. But. Uh, we're gonna try to get y'all some some good Battle of Montgomery shirts. Um, where were you on August fifth? That's right. Where were you when we pushed back the hillbillies? I just never thought that throwing your hat would be like the new hootie who. <laughs> like, do I need to like? Do I need to pay attention for that now when I'm on the belt? Yeah, you do, bro. <laughs> yeah, you need to keep a hat on you. Keep a hat on you, just so people know. You got this or you need backup? Throw that hat. Man, y'all out of line. You seen they selling like the little miniature chairs too? Of course they are. Like so that way you know you gonna you can put a a chair in the bra or on the pockets. Johnny Dang about to be on top of this, y'all. Johnny Dang is about to have a new folding chair piece just for you niggas. Oh, so just for you southwest side niggas. I already seen someone with like a sparkling purse chair. I seen uh, uh, some chair earrings, Amen. some chair cupcakes. They should have never given you niggas Wi-Fi. It's provocative. <laughs> Gets the people, people going. going. 
Um, that is a great place to take a break. We'll be back with more foolishness and more fuckery. Are we doing shots? We are doing shots. We're doing shots. Yeah, man. Oh, y'all are insane. We're doing shots. You want to do a shot? Yeah, doing yeah. Shot. Give me a fuck- I'm doing shots. Give me a fucking shot. You know what? This is a great opportunity for you all listening to do a shot as well. This is. If you want to play that game, we might start playing hey, that yeah, game. Yeah. Hey, what, what happened to the listener that was doing uh, uh, that was doing um, opinions about Black Bingo? Bingo. Can we get that going for real, for real? I yeah, would, we can get that going. We. I would happily play that on air. I'll put the call out. Just just to know that there's a listener somewhere playing it with us, I would happily play that on air. I'll do that. How do we distribute the bingo card? No, no, a listener had come up with like all these these like adages that we've done over yeah, the last couple hundred episodes. Basically what the idea would be was that like I would put it on social media. Um so you can print it out, you can play it on your phone, whatever you want to do. Engage us. Yeah, engage us. This is a, this is this is this is a party. This is happy hour. This is happy hour with your least Responsible friends on the planet. <laughs> yeah, take a shot. Salute. 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 Hell yeah. Oh my God. That's the perfect time to take a break. <laughs> we will be back with more foolishness, more fuckery. And no chasers. And no chasers. I'm going to drink some water, <laughs> goddamn. You are experiencing. Sober conversation with the least sober the least, team in podcasting. Least. Pour up. Clap for it, white people. Baby, cut. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated, and they keep trying to get me to do shots, and they've succeeded both times. Milk was a bad choice. (laughs) What? (laughs) Legend of Ron Burgundy. Milk was a bad choice. Bad choice. Um, it's very smooth. I, it's very smooth. I think I only watched the second one once, and I was pretty drunk. Oh, no, nah, man. The first one is is great, great watching. I mean, on the other hand, he he, is, he was in the perfect state to watch any Anchorman movie. <laughs> it's true, too. It's true, too. But the first one, the jokes just land way harder on the first one. Like, Will yeah, Ferrell movies are the exact movies to watch drunk. Or high. Like, old school See, my mind immediately goes to Talladega Nights. Thank you. Tell, see, the that's... The power of Ricky Bobby, bro. <laughs> Shake oh and bake. God. Shake and bake, baby. Oh, You're not man. first or last. Dear, dear little baby Jesus. <laughs> Laying in your little ghost manger. <laughs> weighing all but six pounds. He had a beard. <laughs> in my version, <laughs> I I'm like, like the baby, the baby Jesus. <laughs> What's your little Einstein books? I like what they're doing. They're good. I love their attitude. I think their attitude's great. You're the attitude... You got the loser attitude. Oh man! Oh, how do, how do y'all talk so bad about Will Ferrell? Like, what, like Ricky Bobby was brilliant, and so was um Jackie Moon. Oh my God! Corn dogs, Jackie. Semi pro. Fucking oh my God! Corn dogs, Jackie. Corn dogs. Oh roll these people. God.
Love me sexy. <laughs> Love me sexy is one of the best fictional songs all of all time. time. <laughs> Love me sexy was the joint. Um, there, that's and that's high praise because I don't really like like the the fictional songs. My big ones, probably, "Love Me Sexy." Um, oh, what was it called? Uh, Calculus. You remember Together, the little fake MTV boy band? I, you know what? I it got- says you plus me equals us. First of all, that's not calculus. That's basic arithmetic. Um, and probably, um, oh, what was it? Uh, oh, uh, um, uh, the Paperboy song. L- low key, shout out to Brian Tyree Henry and the cast of Atlanta. That Paperboy song from the first, from the first season or two, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And because it sounded like a so real joint. Yeah. Paperboy, Paperboy, all about that Paperboy. Come on, man. Why did y'all never release that? <laughs> y'all wrong. Um, it is time for white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. So the only thing I really had written down here, um, it is crazy when you say some goofy shit out in the news and you get caught up and you have to get what little image you had back so I think this was last week we talked about this Stephen Amell said some dumbass shit about the strike about how he agreed with unions but somehow didn't agree with strikes which are the enforcement of the union's sole purpose um I couldn't believe he said I'd, I'd said these words out of his mouth either. Um, he got on he got on the good foot real quick because the next thing I saw of him, he was definitely in his in his stand strong sag after a t shirt walking down the street with one of them flags, looking as disgruntled as humanly possible. This he looked like he got caught up like, motherfucker just. I mean, at least his publicist there. was like, "Yeah, hey, you know, we got to get you out on the strike now." Zachary Levi is still not quiet. <laughs> Look, we're not gonna act like we're gonna miss the star of Shazam and Heroes Reloaded or whatever the fuck that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> that bunch of bullshit. He was in Heroes. So remember when Heroes when, when Heroes officially stopped, but then a few years later they tried to do Heroes Reloaded or Heroes Reborn or two heroes or two he two rows or whatever. It was a bunch of bullshit. It was stupid. But Zachary Levi was one of the main people where he was a, a hero hunter, but he has superpowers too or some shit. And there was a whole storyline that was basically the first the first season of Avatar. It was real bad. Oh, yeah. That white girl that came from the from from the the Arctic or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she had like earth bending powers and shit. Yeah, it was bad. It was all bad, and all the people that they kind of forced to come back for this shit, which was like the Asian dude and the cheerleader, they just looked led around. Yeah. So they, sad. Oh man, they looked like they needed this check. 
And all that girl had going was Nashville, so she definitely needed this check. Fam, it was bad. But Zachary Levi was in it, and he was probably one of the worst things about it. That sounds horrible. And this is right him coming right off of that stupid-ass show, I forgot what it was called, where maybe he was a spy that worked at, heart, that worked at uh, Pop Copy or something. What? I don't remember this shit. I no, re- I don't watch him. And I only remember it because it came on right before he rose. But, yeah, Zachary Levi was like some dork that worked at fucking FedEx or something. And he was a he was a super spy by accident by night. It was bad. It was real bad. Season one heroes is probably one of the best like seasons epic of, of television ever. ever. Like ever. 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 They did everything right. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Season two could have been good if it weren't for, you guessed it, the writer's strike. The writer's strike and heroes going all off the rails is probably one of the only reasons Zachary Levi had a job for a while. Damn. And Stephen Amell, he has less cause to have a job as well. He has never said a thing in public outside of promoting Arrow that wasn't stupid as fuck. Really bad? He tried to talk so bad about Lenny Kravitz. Wait, what? I don't, I don't know what he's ever said in public. So please, it's all no, stupid. No, one of the highlights was that he got on and uh, was that he uh, was on Twitter. This is when Lenny Kravitz had got one of these Fox shows going after Empire, and he was like, "Watch Lenny Kravitz playing Lenny Kravitz tonight." And Lenny Kravitz got on Twitter and was like, "Sir, you have played one thing in the ten years we've known who you are. Why?" Ooh. Mm. Why would you do that? Mm. I was literally in the Hunger Games. Mm. Like, I've been in shit. Mm. You have literally been in one thing that we know you for and had 10 lines an episode. Why are you doing this? I remember him from Thor. Excuse you? What Thor? Dark World. What the fuck? Yeah, he's one of the Warriors 3. He stopped. No, they no. recast. Yes, they recast him when he took the Shazam role. The Asian dude, Ray Stevenson, they the re- blonde white guy. The blonde white guy used to be Zachary Levi. Oh they shit! They recast him when he took Shazam. You couldn't even keep Marvel money, my nigga. You couldn't even keep Marvel money. <laughs> Jonathan Majors is about to keep all the Marvel money. And he might have gone upside a white woman's head. You, who have done nothing of significance in your professional or personal career, have blown two different bags. These white, that's why I don't respect good-looking white people, because all you have to do is be white and good-looking. That's it. That's all. That's your whole check, and y'all can't keep that. Stephen Amell kept a check for a long time just looking good with his shirt off and having 10 lines an episode. <sighs> doing that salmon ladder. And, and oh, and letting everybody know he could really do some of that uh, parkour shit on the gram. Tom Holland has twice the bag you do has been able to keep it 
kept his mouth shut about literally everything and his fucking Zendaya. You good looking white people that that just blow bags for a living ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Do you realize the second Hemsworth has a better bag than you? How many Hemsworth are there? Four. That matter? Like three. But there are four. But there are four. One of them was in Westworld, and I guess that counts. What? The security guy. That's a Hemsworth. Again, even in the Thor movie, the, uh, the third one is the one playing him in the play. <laughs> that's, his, that's his real life brother. That's some fucked up meta shit. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth got three Johnny dramas. Like, that's what's fucked up. Like, that's <laughs> real fucked up. Y'all aren't Marvel fans. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a real. Ask me how many times I've seen that movie sober. Y'all are Marvel fans. (laughs) Man, let me tell you. Stephen Amell is just the king of bag blowing. Bag blowing is an Olympic event for this man. Whatever, man. He could have built a franchise off that movie with him and his younger brother where they both had powers, but the other one was like a junk you mean man. That discard, you mean that discarded hero script? Stop it. <laughs> Look, don't spoil it for me. I've still made it up to nine minutes in the movie. <laughs> Maybe ten. I don't know. I have to start over every time because I get hands bored start glowing that and everything. Fast. That's important. I don't. Look, I see the... Bad CGI drone flyover. What else are white then, people like, doing? Then, like, he does, like, the little spark thing, and then I just go, what the fuck am I doing with my life? What else, what, do what, something what, else. What, what else are white people doing? I know you know. What else are white people doing? I live under a rock. That's fair. Everything That's fair. I know, I know from YouTube. There's a couple There's a couple other things that white people are doing that are fucking up, uh, but I'll get to those in a minute. Um, since your racist stories, real-life racist encounters... Along with your listener letters, questions for myself, uh, Euphonic, the fluent one, anyone you ever hear on this podcast, please send them all to opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Also, um, check out opinionswildblack.com, your one-stop shop for ways to listen to us, um, ways to find us on social media, um, more information about Houston's Most Savage podcast, and ways to buy merch. And ways to become a patron. Um, where you have, well, if you join the patron, if you join our Patreon, you get bonus content. I don't know of a lot of podcasts that are giving you as much content as we do. Um, you get bonus content, exclusive merch, uh, more information about Houston's most savage uh, podcast. I said that already. Um, and you get Discord access. And some other things. I think we're going to do a um, Friday night re-up soon. Um, so be a part of that. No tiers under $10. You got over? No tiers over $10. You got $1, you got $1, you got $5, you got $8. Um, and it's worth it. There's a lot of content. There's a lot of content for you to catch up on. There's a lot of content starring D. Randall. Um, when we can get a hold of him, um, there's, there's some bonus episodes, bonus episodes. There's going to be bonus episodes with D Randall coming up. 
Shout out Geronimo Jenkins, man. Sure, and, and, and you may come across if you go on the Discord or if you just happen to be up in the community somehow and meeting people, you might come across Craig Lindsay, a.k.a. Geronimo Jenkins. Um, We'll be back with your listener letters in the top three STFUs. Y'all know what it is. They know what it is. What... What's what's known doesn't need to be spoken, but I will speak it anyway. This is Houston's most savage podcast. You are welcome to challenge the assertion. Pour up. Clap. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. We are hydrated. We are, we are hydrated. hydrated, definitely. Jesus. Um, Bourbon counts as hydration, right? It does. It, it was does. smooth. It's, it's, it's smooth. Um, you don't have to lie. This is cheap bourbon. It's smooth. I don't say this is cheap bourbon, but it's good. <laughs> um, I've had cheaper. The uh, I have to say, as a as, as somebody who has been on the outside looking in, with the exception of probably fluent. And probably Ariel. The summer y'all have not been taking full advantage of the summer. Not you. And not talking to Euphonic. You people at home. You people at home and even the celebrities are blowing the summer. <laughs> the Girl, niggas I- are the niggas are fumbling hard. Fumbling, dog. Fam. Lil Meach fumbled. And I know y'all don't know who this is, but it looks like Scotty Beam's boyfriend fumbled. And she's one of these kind of podcaster, influencer, um, not really just my usual podcast, but very responsible, no shit, and is well respected in the community. Fam. That nigga, that nigga blew it. I, I love when the niggas blow it, and the first thing the chicks do is take that vacation. Remind you what you lost. That hat, that half naked vacation. Cause Scotty reminded everybody what time it is, and she's exactly my kind of bad. Like in Barbados, acting a fool. Do you remember a movie with Jamie Fox and uh, Morris Chestnut? And I think Gabriel Union was Morris Chestnut's girlfriend, and they broke up. I don't think I remember this. Ah, damn it. Breaking all the rules. There's a scene. I vaguely, vaguely remember that. There's a scene where, like, they break up, she goes to a salon, and as she cuts her hair, Morris Chestnut feels this pain, like, deep in his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when dudes like this mess up, those Barbados pictures are like, that's that's that gut check. Like, oh, damn, she's out somewhere having a whole lot of fun, isn't she? Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Out having a whole lot of fun. Just blowing it. That, hey. And that's just round one. Hey. Just blowing it. <laughs> you fucking so stupid. <laughs> he's He's wounded. He is wounded for this nigga. That's what I love. Yo, man, I've been saying for a lot of podcasts, bros. Shut the fuck up. All y'all got to do is be quiet. Cook occasionally. Clean up. Oh, my God. Just shut up, dog. (laughs) Nothing you had to say was that important. 
Nothing I, was this important. Nothing you had to say was that important. <laughs> Golly. Y'all Indian, out here blowing it. It's an Indian tear in my eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, shit. Is that a single tear? I, like, I, there's, I'm not joking. There's a real ass tear in my eye right now. Wait, wait. That's terrible. Is Yeah. They're, they're, that's terrible. Oh. Yeah, he's hurt. He's hurt, and he should be. That's that's crazy. I I just it's tied. So it's tied for listener letters. I'm gonna Man. keep my mouth shut. Yeah, that's that's ad libs, non fluencies. That's all I got for you. <laughs> Damn you, cut! Run it back. Run it back. Rob Montgomery wants to know. Fuck. In celebration of 50 years of hip hop. What's an album that you personally can listen to over and over? Oh man, y'all y'all asked me a music question. I can't Extinction level event. Correct. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Honestly, it's dark and hell is hot. It's dark and hell is hot. Another classic. As a matter of fact, rest in peace to the homie X. Um, I would have to. I would have to say Jada Kiss kissed the game goodbye. Oh, that's a good one. Jay jerking niggas. Um, and yes, definitely Dark and Hell is Hot. Fuji's The Score was really when I got in a different mindset about hip hop. Okay. I was like in sixth, seventh grade. They, my, they, they bought me that tape for like Christmas. And I, I really, I got in a whole different mindset about, mindset about rap. Oh, man. I could say the same, but you're not gonna like what brought me there. Okay, and that's gonna be the uh, Marshall Mathers LP. I I don't have a problem with that. Like once I listen to someone play with words like that, so just like euphoniously, I knew I was gonna write. Hmm. But he brought a lot of that era with him, though. Like a lot of that era. I mean, I don't want to put it. I don't want to put anybody on a white man's back, but. He definitely brought a lot of that, helped bring a lot of that to the forefront. Uh, a lot of them, what, what we call rapidy rap niggas, man, like, you know, Pharaoh Monch. Uh, a lot of people would not know Pharaoh Monch the way they do. Royce 5'9", the rapper. Royce the 5'9", he brought this nigga everywhere with him. For good reason. If, if it was some shit going on today, him and Royce the 5'9", would be on it together. Uh, bad meets evil. Mm. Oh man, Bad Meets Bad Meets Evil was a classic. Um, definitely. Oh, as a matter of fact, the first time I heard Hellbound by Royce the Five Nine, and then heard Eminem on it, nasty, nasty. I eat it and freak you battle. I'm too weak to speak to. My, the only key that I see to defeat you would be for me for me to remove these two Adidas and beat you. That that was hard. And it was nerdy too, and they put all the all the little soul caliber lines in it and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, hip hop was good, man. Hip hop was good. Hip hop is still good. Um, salute to hip hop, man. Fifty years of hip hop. As a matter of fact, well, no, maybe I'll save that for a Patreon. But I, I really want to talk to Randall about it because I don't, ha- I don't like the way. And I know a lot of hip hop is arguing about what your top whatever is arguing about what real hip hop is, but it, the 50, the 50, 
the 50th year anniversary of hip hop feels like a lot more about whining about what's not being highlighted than a highlighting it yourself. Nobody says you do, you cannot do that. <clears throat> Highlight yourself. Be your own celebration of this shit. I'm just saying. Uh, but that's a whole Patreon thing I could get into. And I think Randall would have more to say about it. Um, Thank you, Rob Montgomery, for that question. That was a good one. I like that. Uh, opinionswildblack at gmail.com is where you want to be. Um, opinionswildblack.com as well. Um, there's a million ways to get at us. Uh, or contact us on social media, um, which is also um, pretty much my social media, which is featured on the website. It is now time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up! Number three. Sometimes it's a weird choice that pops up on on the list. This year, this week, that would be one Orenthal James Simpson. Mm. What? <laughs> so every now and then, every just once in a blue moon, OJ pops up on Twitter. He discovered Twitter a few years ago. And every now and then he remembers how to use the video part. And he'll just show up with thoughts and opinions that nobody asked him for. <laughs> so try to walk through this logic with me. I don't want There's that. no logic. I refuse. The Henry Ruggs murder. Um, that's where the guy was in the car and ran over. But okay. I don't remember what the sentencing was. If there was any. But OJ did not agree with this man basically getting off for murdering someone. Let me take you through this logic. Orenthal James Simpson, OJ, Juice, Nordberg from the Naked Gun, fixed his mouth publicly to say he didn't appreciate Someone getting away with murder. OJ. Juice. And he that was the Every time he opens his mouth, all he does is serve to is serve to remind us that he himself got away with murder and thinks that no one has figured this out. He literally said that he stands in the, that sometimes he doesn't like to go outside because he thinks that somewhere where he is, the killer could be around him. Well, if he sees any mirrors or his shadow. Can, can I ask y'all a question that, uh, that was proposed to me by a family member? Please do. What black person would be alive had we let OJ go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> like we could have traded him? Yeah. I was asked a trading card question. Who who would still be here if we Biggie. didn't let him go to jail? No. Wouldn't it be Biggie? No. Yeah. No. I'd trade him for OJ. No. I mean, what real bargaining power do we have with the Orenthal James Simpson anyway? I mean, they were kind of angry after he got off, bro. 
Here's the problem. We we liked it. If see, any, if anything, Pac, not Biggie. See, OJ getting off. No, see, you niggas. OJ getting off for murder. We didn't really give. A, we didn't really want OJ to get away with murder. We wanted to upset white people about uh, and show them what it feels like to walk with impunity in a system that was not built for us. So it wasn't really us being happy for OJ. It was us being happy for white people being mad at OJ. Yeah, but Cartman doesn't understand why he can't have candy. (laughs) So when things don't work out in his favor, everyone still pays the price. Well, that's fair, too. I don't know if I would compare OJ Simpson to Eric Cartman. I think Eric, Eric Cartman has a lot more scruples. I, no, I was saying the response of people to that case. Oh, that okay, fair enough. A lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of caucus allies were very. Oh, yeah. Take my ball. Very upset. Now. Very upset. One of my favorite Dave Chappelle jokes of all time. Um, having said all that, you're, you you have outlived your usefulness, OJ. Yeah, please be quiet, bro. What we need for what we need from you, what we need you to say in the future, is nothing. In other words. It's easy. Number two is Neo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Neo, a.k.a. the head detective, is back on the the prowl. Um, First, he was being interviewed... On a podcast by Gloria Velez. See, it already sounds bad. It already sounds bad and uninformed because now we're talking about two people that don't know shit about shit. Um, Neil was doing a podcast with Gloria Velez and had and basically was given space to talk about his feelings about transgender people. Oh man, I won't say what he said. Because it what because it wasn't worth remembering um, in detail, but it was offensive. It was offensive, and trans people should have jumped him in the in the garage after the show. And I wouldn't have blamed them. Then, not long after that, um, he apologized, or rather, uh, an apology was issued by his team. That was actually, no, it was not heartfelt. It was actually very, very to the point. Well written? Well written. Kind so of. he didn't write it? No. Not at all. And he issued it, and people were about to leave him alone. And then he made a completely separate, polar opposite statement on Instagram telling everyone to suck a dick. I said what I said. And you don't know what it's like to be a parent out here that had out here where there's trans people and trans people. Uh, you can be whatever you want, but I don't have to agree with it. Let me ask y'all a hard question that no one can give me a straight answer to. That none of the transphobes can give me a straight answer to. Don't ponder it too long. Why do you believe that your acceptance agreement? 
or disagreement with who someone with who someone else has in the bedroom or who someone else is in the bedroom or whatever why do you think that's necessary who called for your approval what trans person in the community called for your approval because i can't think of any none because it's none of your fucking business because it's none of your fucking business. And you people that are talking about, oh, these trans people are out here tricking folks into whatever, you shut the fuck up too. You met a chick, you liked her, you tried to get her home, you might have succeeded, she told you what it was really about, you were disgusted with yourself because you're a transphobe, and now you're blaming them. That's what happened. That's all that happened. Grow up. That's all that happened. That's this is why I assume of all transphobes, you must you must have got caught up with one. You must have got caught up with one. You just felt tricked because you didn't ask proper questions. That part, and it's still not there, and it's still not there, and it's still their prerogative as to whether they want to reveal that information to you because they get killed out here for revealing that information to you because y'all don't act right. Neo doesn't understand any of these things because Neo can't even keep his shit together with the straight women. What's the first movie he did? Like, we first saw him with his hat on. Stomp the Yard? Was that Stomp the Yard? Yes. Oh. It was all head. Shortly after that movie, because I can't unsee this, so you guys are going to hear about it. Sorry, not sorry. What, they look like, like a Ninja Turtle? No. Shortly after that movie, someone took him and put him in a photo grid next to a dildo. Oh, no. And I can't unsee that. Like, the way his head is shaped with the way his ears point out, it looks like a dildo. No. <laughs> and they found one that matched his skin tone. Oh, no. But it's so true. It's terrible. And you're used to getting fucked, I guess. I don't know. I'm just going to take your word for it, bro. I mean, I don't tell anybody to look for it, but. Neo. You know, somewhere out there on the internet, man. Your own, the only, your only worthy doppelganger is a dildo. That part. And honestly, it's it, honestly its stock might be going higher than yours. Damn. Please shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And number one person who should shut the fuck up is congressional congressman candidate, congressional candidate Darren Bailey. Who? Darren Bailey is a republic is a is running for uh, Congress. He's a Republican. Uh, he ran unsuccessfully in 2022. He's running for Congress now. He's going to try again. And he's hardcore on these Second Amendment rights. And he literally said that he would threat, that he that he would end his own life if the cops tried to come for his assault rifles. The Illinois Supreme Court says um, they basically upheld. Um, uh, the the weapons ban in Illinois right now. Uh, it was like a four to three ruling, and basically he had this speech. Let me see if I can find the speech. Actually, probably can. Uh, my shit's acting crazy, but basically he said, and you know you know how they say it. Oh, they're coming for my guns, and all that shit. Yeah. He literally said, if they come for my guns, they will have to shoot me dead. Basically that. Basically, huh. I will sacrifice myself. I will walk out there, and they will have to come for me and kill me. 
He threatened suicide by cop if they didn't take his guns. All right, if Joe Exotic. Try- Fam, what is wrong with That's not the way to do it, bro. That's not the way to get your point. You know what? On second thought, perfect. Perfect. Sit on the porch. Sit on the porch and wait for the SWAT. I, I dare you. That's not the way to do it, bro. I don't even agree with you, but that's not the way to do it. There's got to be a better way. Or maybe this is natural selection, and I should just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! Look, that's what happened in Utah. Basically. Uh, natural selection was at work. <laughs> and I have one more additional bonus shut the fuck up. So I don't know if y'all heard about this one, but Jamie Foxx went on went on social media and basically said something that I I think every black person has heard throughout their life, generationally. Uh, they killed Jesus. What makes you think they won't kill you? And some people, some Jewish people, took this as them saying that Jewish people killed Jesus and will come for you because they don't speak us. They don't speak us, so they don't understand that they could be anybody. They is talking about people in your circle. They is talking about people because some of them people that strung Jesus up were friends. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that that's old people's way of saying, watch your back. Trust but verify. White people understand them, right? But then they started calling Jamie Foxx anti-Semitic. He apologized. People got more offended because he apologized. He really didn't have to and and shouldn't have, in my opinion. But then who starts leading the charge on Jamie Foxx being offensive? Not other than than Jennifer Aniston. Yes. And I wouldn't be so offended by this had I not just learned before coming to this podcast that Jennifer Aniston isn't even Jewish. What the fuck? Fuck business is it of yours, dog? Are you fucking kidding me? Don't you have other things to do? No, there's a strike going on. Oh, yeah. Damien, God! (laughs) (laughs) You're not even, you're not even Jewish. This isn't even your fight. And the reason it's so dirty that you're involved in it is that the thing about, I was listening to a podcast where there was a rabbi, basically a well-respected rabbi in adjacent to Hollywood that was giving their feelings on the situation. And I don't want to go too deep into it because ultimately these are things that are not my community's, this is, this is their community's issues to deal with ultimately. Uh-huh. So, I don't, want to, so I, I don't want to speak too hard on something that isn't in my wheelhouse. But a lot of what he was saying was that when people get offended about anti-Semitism and things like this, you're dealing with a lot of different factions within the community that don't all necessarily get along. You're dealing, you know. You mean there's another community that's also not a monolith? Correct. (laughs) So you've got people, so you've got people, you've got people that are um, devout in their Judaism and don't even hear about things like this until like Sunday night or Monday morning because they're keeping their Sabbath. Um, You have people that are Jewish 
in heritage, but not necessarily Jewish in practice. Um, which that gets a little more complicated because they have more of a proximity to everyday whiteness. They don't they they can blend in at any time. It never has to come up that they're Jewish. Some of them change their family name. You have people in the Anti Defamation League who jump in front of these issues and pretty much try to name themselves the end all be all of the Jewish community. Mm -hmm. And when you have all these forces that either do care, don't care, or only care a little bit and moved and scroll to the next story. And then you have someone like Jennifer Aniston, who is trying to be what I call a helpful white. I call them a helpful white because they're the polar opposite of helpful. Usually they make things worse. Yeah. Just, just shut up and stand in solidarity with someone. Allies don't know that. Or, you can always say nothing. Always. Yeah, that's I the would, shut up part. <laughs> I would be eternally grateful if for the rest of her career, Jennifer Aniston shut the fuck up. Just wanted to leave that one there. Damn. Gentlemen, have we done a podcast? I, I think we did. Guys. I, mean, I feel like we could go for another hour. Shut up. <laughs> you want to do another shot? I do not. We, we can do another shot. I do not. We I want to take. I want to. I want to take a break. We'll, I want to <laughs> take a two minute break. Does that mean we're doing a shot? I mean, no. we could. If I come back here and there are shots, not taking one. You find it? We done one. a shot. He'll take one. He'll do a shot. He'll do a shot. Doing it. He will. You heard that, listeners? I'm not doing it. I don't even know why he's saying that. So. Did he really abandon us with the record on? So reckless. So reckless. So fucking reckless. See, this is why y'all need to engage with us. Because when this type of shit happens, Fluent and I would know what to say right now. Now I just feel like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my head. I don't know what to do with my head. supposed to be quiet until Dad comes back. We're at the end of the format, though. It'd be different if we still had the format ahead. Right? Yeah, but Exactly. Because then we can look at the format and be like, oh, we're going to talk about this. Then we can just talk about that like right now. Now, we've gone through the whole agenda for the day. We've gone through bonus material. We've gone through the Patreon. Ooh, if you had enough time and money to think. I wouldn't think. What would you do? Where would you go? Where would your happy place be? Where would my happy place be? Yeah. In the middle of nowhere away from people. Trees, water, mountains. Yes. Snow? No. Okay. Desert mountain with water. Okay. Grand Canyon Oasis. I was about to say, so like Midwest-ish. Yeah, Grand Canyon in the Oasis. You know what this right. guy is? Definitely saying snow. North what? Colorado. What? These guys are liars. What? Are liars. Why are we liars? This nigga looked at me after the last break and was like, this is the last shot. You know, and I was going to let you slide. I was just about to say, why would you do that? I was going to let you slide. Why would you do that? But now you're going to call me a liar, and I don't appreciate assaults <laughs> against my character. I am a man of my word. Let me tell you something, listeners. Just, just, just so you understand, we I, got distracted. We got full on distracted. I shots the never, shots were already poured. Shots never got poured. Dad came back talking shit. <laughs> now, now, we, now we got shots. All right, all right. Not well, only have we done a podcast... We have done another shot of this. Actually, we've modeled why being quiet is important. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm bonus. Like Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Ah. Damien, cut. Damien, cut. <laughs> oh.
You guys, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much for the for the laughter, for being with us through these tough times, just like we want to be here with y'all. Oh, God, Damien, cut. <laughs> he don't even remember how to close out the show. Uh, oh, uh, Hit us up at opinionswhileblack.com. Opinionswhileblack.com. Please join <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> it probably gets goofier than this. <laughs> join us on Patreon. Uh, all tiers are under $10. One, five, and eight. Uh, oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Um, new, uh, new <laughs> Patreon material. <laughs> new merch, new Patreon material coming soon. <laughs> See? See, what did y'all learn today? Y'all learned we need supervision and, thus, and thus engagement. Let's get that engagement up. Yeah, let's get the engagement up. <laughs> Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend Support independent oh, black content shit. We will be here next month Next week <laughs> <laughs> Next week Ooh. With more foolishness More fuckery Until then Ooh. This has been episode Oh god What is it One Titties 232 232 Titties Of opinions while black I have been Oz I've been your great value Damn it <laughs> No, nigga, finish it. No, nigga. <laughs> Brain work not right now. <laughs> you find it. Oh, man. I, I love being able to serve shots to my friends. I am the fluent one. And as always, forever imparting titties. 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 You know, you got the small ones. And then you got like it's those like, water balloon like ones. And sometimes... Every once in a while. Did you mute me? No. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. I thought you muted me, y'all. <laughs> I might. You should have shut the fuck up. <laughs> See there? Damn what did we, we let? 